On today's episode, are we on the brink of a retirement renaissance or are stormy seas ahead? We're going to jump into the pressing issues of Social Security, health care, taxes, stock market trends, and long-term care today as we discuss the future of retirement in America. Are we optimistic? Are we pessimistic about that future? Is the glass half full or half empty? We'll look to answer those questions and more coming up on today's show with Glenn Mosseller of, of course, the Roadmap Financial Consulting Team. Uh, stay tuned. Lots to get to today. time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's going to be a great episode today. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller. Welcome to the Retirement Roadmap. Glenn's a registered financial consultant. Glenn, great to be with you this week. How's your fall treating you so far, my friend? So far, so good, Walter. I'm, I'm, in, I'm loving. It falls my favorite season, so it's yeah. like I, it, 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 it's it up come soon enough, right? Yeah, hard to beat October in North Carolina. That's for sure. Oh man, it's 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 fabulous. You know, the leaves yeah. are starting to change a bit, and yeah, we're we're there. Football weather, right? The seasons are changing, and before we get to today's main topic, Glenn, you've had a lot of changes recently. Tell us about the new office uh, digs for those who haven't maybe uh, seen your emails or, or heard about it. Yeah, yeah. So we moved we moved across town uh, to some different space at. Uh, it's, I think it's turning out really well. We, you know, we're we're happy with with the way the way it is. We got a little bit more uh, support here in the in the office building itself, and it's uh, I think it's uh, it's still pretty convenient for all of our clients. As as I said in some of the communications, I know it's going to be closer for some and further away for others, but still for the most part, if you live in Greensboro, you know, it's, we're only about. Uh, you know, it, it's you know, it, it, it well, 15 minutes away from our, our old location, but you know, I think you can get just about anywhere in Greensboro in about 15 to 20 minutes. You know, unless you get caught in some sort of a little bit of traffic, but there's not that much traffic in Greensboro, at least from from my perspective, and growing up and right. and closer to a, a bigger city. But but um, I, you know, it's 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 working out well, Walter. We're we're you know we're we're pretty happy with it. It's. I used to say so many times on Muir's Chapel Road, go by and say hello to Glenn, and can't do right. that anymore, right, Glenn? <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Very cool. Well, glad you're in the new digs. I know you're still settling in a little bit there, and uh, but uh, for folks who do come into the office, they'll have some uh, some new scenery to check out. Well, let's dive into our main topic of the day here, Glenn. The future of retirement in America. Are we pessimistic, optimistic about certain elements? of the retirement planning realm. And so we're going to dive into a couple of different topics and see, you know, not everything might be pessimistic, but might not everything be also an optimistic view of these things. So we'll walk through each one. The first on our list is the stability of the Social Security system. And I guess, Glenn, for some of these, there could be kind of two sides to the story, right? Maybe some parts of it are optimistic, but then there's also some pessimistic views as well. So what's your analysis of the future of retirement in America, specifically about Social Security? Well, Walter, I mean, and let's jump into that in a second. Uh, but in general, I mean, it's just like the is the optimistic, pessimistic. You know, I mean, I try to be as realistic as possible, right? Because it's uh, like you know, if you the look third at option, things, realistic. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, as as best as we can, because it's like you know, you don't want to be overly you know, in one direction or the other. You know, you, it, reality is it probably resides somewhere in between. I mean, different people have different thoughts about it, but. I think we, if we try to come from the middle, and different people are going to have different takes on it, but we try to be, you know, 
kind of moderate voice on 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 the things because nobody knows for sure exactly what the future holds and so if you're you know, if you're overly one way or the other you're you're probably not going to be you know fully you know fully right there so it's uh we try to be as realistic as we as we can be that said you know and kind of looking at you know social security i mean there's a couple of cases to be made there right I think I, I mean, I tend to come down a little bit more on the optimistic side of that. Not that, not that I'm so optimistic about how the government is 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 taking care of our funds and our, you know, and, and our and our tax revenues, but just because you know it, it it's one of those uh, major pieces of of the you know the fabric of our country, right? I mean, it, it's Social Security's been there for so long, and realistically, the the people who are benefiting from Social Security, you know, mostly are 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 retirees, right, or soon to be retirees that maybe took some of the benefits a little earlier or whatnot, but. But, you know, the politicians, you know, they, they really like to be reelected, you know, <laughs> and they know that 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 demographic is 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 really the demographic that, that shows up at the ballot box the most. So, I, they, you know, historically, what's happened is, is that, you know, we've we've heard that we've heard the tales of, you know, of, of Social Security is, you know, is, is, you know, coming apart, you know, a variety of different times throughout the years and the decades. And and, you know, at least to this point. Eventually, you know, Congress and, and whoever the sitting president is, they, they come together and they, and they figure it out. So I kind of lean in that direction a bit more, you know, that, that that's more like, you know, history is more likely to repeat itself there. But obviously nobody knows for sure. And certainly things have gotten more polarized than what they've been in the past. So, you know, I mean, I can see where there, there may be, a, you know, a stronger argument, you know, than there what there has been before about the pessimistic side. But, but I mean, realistically, you know, I mean, anybody, any, any politician who's, who's, on the, who's on the side of kind of letting things, you know, fall apart is, is very unlikely to get reelected. And so they, they have a really vested interest in trying to figure out solutions. And that said, I mean, if we if we ended up with a more pessimistic view, it, they're, they're not saying that you know that the Social Security would just not pay anything. It would, it would be re- reduction of benefits, you know, if that was to happen. But again, I mean, there there are a number of ways that are on the table, so to speak, for for them to solve that issue. And any combination thereof, you know, in the next few years will will likely um, you know solve you know the problems that you know in terms of shortfalls, at least for some period. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's nothing is permanent when we're talking about that because the demographics are always changing. You know, we, we saw significant changes back in the 80s and also in the 90s. And it's been a little while since we've seen any kind of major changes. But I think we're we're kind of in store for something, you know, something of that nature coming, you know, coming down the pike. And just in terms of shoring up the, you know, how the benefits are going to get paid out, whether it's, uh, you know, raising the, uh, the age, you know, for, you know, for future, you know, for future retirees or, you know, possibly, you um, um, closing some of the gap in, in terms of you know who's actually you know, how, or what's the, what's the threshold uh, you know when people you know stop paying the, those FICA taxes you know at this point you know you, you reach a certain level of, of income if you if you go above that threshold they stop taking money out for for FICA taxes so that you know that's something that that can certainly be shifted or possibly even just taking a little you know a little bit more in terms of taxation you know if they if they increase 
what the employer uh, pays in and what you pay in by you know half a percent or one percent that all of a sudden we started throwing some of these combinations together and and it sure it, it can sure up the uh, the system relatively quickly at least at least for the next while for the foreseeable future so I'm kind of leaning in the direction that you know it's like I, I'm, I'm a little bit more optimistic but again nobody nobody has a an absolute uh, beat on it to, to, you know, for sure I mean nobody knows what the future brings especially with with this uh, with this Congress and you know in the way that all of Washington has been working here lately. Yeah, it's a great point. All right, it's a big one. Stability of the Social Security system. You can see definitely both sides of pessimism and optimism on that equation. What about uh, another category here, Glenn? We'll shift gears over to healthcare and its affordability in the future. I got to say, it's hard to be optimistic about that one, isn't it? Well, it is, Walter. On you know, and and that that kind of falls into that same thing with in terms of you know Medicare, Medicare premiums, right? Because you know, with that's you know, we we kind of think about that particularly for retirees who who are really you know talking to mostly or, or people who are getting ready to retire. Of course, how the you know the the things that happen with with, you know, with technology, right? I mean, technological advances you know create a scenario where it's just like if if something at the beginning of when something new comes, it's it's a little bit more expensive, and then when it becomes more mainstream and it's and it's and, you know and you have more volume of of that procedure or that drug or whatever it might be, then you know then the prices tend to come down you know over over time. Yet at the same time, we know uh, that the demographics are such that you know that they were having more and more retirees, you know, per per people, you know, who are basically paying, you know, paying you know, most of the taxation, you know, through their wages. So it's 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 kind of a it's kind of a tricky tale here, Walter. I mean, I I think that this one is, you know, I, we, historically it's been pretty consistent that 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 healthcare inflation tends to outpace, you know, the the what we would you know, I guess we call normal inflation for for most people, at least what they look at the you know, the the you know, the consumer price index and so forth. You know, when you look at healthcare, you know it, it's it's a little bit more, um, you know, and maybe even a lot more in certain years. You know, in terms of in terms of the inflation that we see there, I, I don't really see that being something that that's going to change. Um, but again, I, I don't have a crystal ball, but I, history has been pretty consistent on this one. And, 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 and unless we see something significant, you know, change that trajectory, I, I think it's going to be that way. So, I mean, that's something that people need to think about in terms of their planning and, and particularly for, you know, for, you know, for the retirement planning and so forth is, is like, what do you have, you know, what kind of a plan do you have? Do you have money you know, set aside? Do you have, you know, some, you know, anything, you know, for, you know, for long-term care and things. I think we're going to talk a little bit, you know, like that, uh, uh, about that in the just here in the, in the next little bit but I mean those those things tie together Walter and and uh, you got to have money set aside for certain things and you and you you want to also have uh, you know some you know some ways of, of hedging you know your you know the, the way you know ways that that maybe you know that you, you're going to have money that, that that's there in your in your uh, in your portfolio and we like to try to wait you know when we do planning we like to try to create ways that your money can do more than one job at it when we, when we kind of segment money off and say okay well this is going to be for this purpose uh, hopefully we, we can find uh, we can find multiple purposes for you know for the money that if, if it doesn't do this then it, then it might end up doing that and uh, you know, that, that's part of the overall planning process and creating that dynamic plan that, that is you know that is designed to you know last th- throughout your retirement years. Good points across the board. So we've hit on Social Security and health care affordability so far. How about our next one? Tax rates. And I'll put a cap on this one. I'll say tax rates in the next decade. Do you have a pessimistic or optimistic viewpoint of that part of the retirement planning landscape? 
Yeah, well, I mean, longer term, Walter, I'm 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 less optimistic here, you know, just because, you know, we, you know, it, Washington does not have a does not have a way seemingly that that they're going to that they that they can curtail spending, right? And uh, you know, in in terms of, you know, this, you know, spending and the amount of revenue that's coming in and and, and the deficits that are there, the national debt that that's there, you know that you know with with current situation is I mean most experts you know and you, you you read a lot of books and you read different articles and the people who are you know who have been in those positions of power that are looking at that you know they, they keep consistently telling us that you know that that what we're doing you know as a country is is unsustainable you know that there's just not enough revenue coming in for the amount of expenses that are you know, that are going out and so some cut in spending and or raise in revenue is 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 likely or some combination thereof is very likely likely you know at, at some point and you know know whether that happens in the next decade or if it or or if it's beyond that I mean we you know consistently what one of the answers that we keep getting from the experts is is that you know the longer that that that, that can is kicked down the road the the, the more dramatic you know the, those the you know the tax rates may may have to become so you know and, and and it's 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 a difficult situation Walter and that's why you know that's a, that's a big part of the planning that we do is we is we you know we do our best to try to you know take advantage of you know where tax rates are currently and you know if we if you know if you believe that tax rates are likely to go up in the future then you have to look at well what are your sources of income and and how is that going to be treated you know going forward and 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 so at some point you know we we I think there's gonna, there's likely to be a reckoning and and so you know the the sooner that you start doing you know taking advantage of some tax aware planning i think you're going you're going to be better served in that in that regard walter great points yeah taxes going to be a big part of anybody's retirement equation as we certainly know through our past episodes here on the show and discussions on that what about long term care options you teased this one a few moments ago specifically for baby boomers and their options when it comes to long term care do we have more availability? Is there going to be some improvements here? A pessimistic view, perhaps, uh, on the other side of that equation? What's your read there? Well, I mean, I mean, in general, people are living longer, right? I mean, and, and the more the more that uh, you know, technology and 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 medicine advance, then that you know, we see more and more of that. So I think there's going to be a need for for more uh, ways that that people are plan, you know, making that be part of their overall retirement plan. Right. And so that's something that we engage in on a regular basis with with, you know, with clients and, and potential clients is, is you know, to, to, to take a look at and see, well, what do you have in place currently? And and, um, you know, and, and also kind of take your pulses to see, you know, well, you know, what are your concerns there? Most most people have concerns, but they're not really sure what to do. And so that's where we get into the, you know, the possibilities of of, uh, of creating a, you know, a, a bucket of money, so to speak, that, that, that is designed to do multiple things where we can, we can, you know, have some long-term care benefits or some, you know, chronic care, you know, benefits if, if they're, if they end up being necessary. On the other hand, if they don't end up being necessary, then, you know, then, then they, then they're still going to go to, you know, to your use or to, or, or pass on to your, you know, the people that you care about, you know, if you're not using them for long-term care. And, you know, there's a, there's a variety of different ways of doing that. 
but again, it's it's not a one size fits all. So, but I, I think it's it's critically important that people you know keep that in mind because you know people are just living longer, and you know, and and with that said, I mean, if you if you still re- if you retire, you know, somewhere in your sixties, maybe seventy, you know, if if you're still going to have another fifteen, twenty, twenty five, maybe thirty years, you know, if you're a married couple, you know, probably at least one person in that married couple is likely to is likely to have twenty five or thirty years in, in in those years, and so that's a long time to make your money last, and also to to you know look at you know trying to hedge for long term care expenses or at least potential expenses. So that's something that that I think it's it's, it's really important for people to you know to understand that that's that's becoming you know, as as the years go by and, and time marches on, it becomes a more and more likely scenario. All right, Glenn, we have uh, one more category to cover here in today's episode, the future of retirement in America, half full or half empty viewpoint, the next five to 10 years in the stock market. Uh, This one's hard because you don't have a crystal ball, right? Yeah, well, nobody has one of those crystal balls. Everybody has a rearview mirror, though, Walter, right? (laughs) That (laughs) that is very true, yes. You know, but, but, you know, seeing the future is a lot harder than looking at the past. So, you know, you, you kind of have to look at that. I mean, in general, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic about, you know, the overall, you know, the, you know, with, you know, how, how business and industry is going to go, you know, but that said, I mean, that, that, you know, the economic trends, you know, sometimes are, you know, can be, you know, they don't necessarily always go, you know, in the same direction. I mean, you can have, you know, you can have counter trends or if the, if the, if the markets get out of ahead of themselves, you, you can still have, you know, you know, high employment rates, you know, but, um, but yet necessarily that doesn't mean that, that, you know, that the markets, you know, continue to advance necessarily. I mean, sometimes yes, sometimes no, they certainly, if they get ahead of themselves, they're going to correct, you know, if you have certain, you know, things that happen within the, you know, the economy or, or, you know, or we see some trends that, 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 that take place or, or events that take place, you know, you, you, you see inconsistencies and, and so that becomes, that becomes a, a, a really challenging thing. And, and, you know, as you know, we we talk about. I mean, the stock market is is has been historically, anyway, been a very you know productive way to you know to save for you know for your retirement years. The key question is is when you when you're transitioning from your accumulation years to the preservation and distribution years, what kind of transitions are you making there, and how are you positioning your money for what we tend to call you know retirement uh, diversification. It's it's a different way of thinking, different strategies that that come in, you know come into play there, you know if you think in terms of you know if you're within a few years of retirement, you know then then you very likely you've you've saved most of what you're going to save, you know and and so you know the a lot of the increases that you may see over the next few years if you're like I say if you're within a couple years of you know maybe two to five years from from retirement. A lot of the increase that you may see in your accounts there may may end up being your contributions and the matching that, that's coming from your company. So you know you you, you got to be thinking along the lines of well, when am I going to need to draw money out? You know, I, I you know do, how much volatility do you want to have the the money that you need to have for you know for regular reliable income? How much volatility do you want to have that exposed to? We've talked about that that time diversification. You know the the now bucket and the soon bucket and the later bucket. And you know, and, and positioning monies, and you know, in different in different you know time frames as to when you may need it. You know, I think that's that that's a critical thing. And and again, that's that's part of that planning, Walter. Where you know, you, 
it's it's not a timing element for you know for the market so much as is just saying okay well we don't know what the you know what the future is going to bring but but we want to create a plan in such a way that that we're going to be okay no matter what happens and and so it's it, that's that comes into that that diversification for for retirement and and the, the different types you know when we talk about you know the you know the the, the time diversification you know like we talk about the different buckets there and in the, in, in the time frames as well as you know taxation you know if you're taking money out you know what's the exposure of of that and you know what is that going to look like you know in terms of your your exit strategy or your withdrawal strategy out of your retirement accounts you know do you have do you have you know some tax favored accounts or you know is is you know is the vast majority of what you have you know sitting there you know you know pre-tax dollars that are going to be taxed when they when when you draw money out that's some that's some tax aware planning that that you know i always encourage everybody to be engaged in to, to try to look and see where are you going to be and and you don't want to you know put yourself at risk to another set of 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 risks that you that you really weren't thinking about or you know maybe your advisor wasn't you know counseling you there i mean you know it, it's it's really important that that you know that you that you that you have some tax aware planning you know and and in your in your overall plan so that you you when you look at your account you have a better sense as to how much of that account balance is really yours and and how much of it may end up needing to go to you know to either washington or you know, state capital you know for you know in the form of taxation because you know if you're putting in money that that's pre-tax dollars then really it's it's a kind of it's almost a joint account walter right i mean it, it's not all yours if you're putting your money and tax you know and and tax revenue that that that, that has been deferred as well that means that there's that there's deferred taxes in inside of that account too that that never are, are yours but they're sitting in the account that has your name on it but you you're going to end up owing those those dollars or some of those dollars you know in the future and and it's really important that you that you understand that and how what that's going to look like well, thank you for the breakdown on all of these, Glenn. If you're listening to today's episode and you're like, yeah, I've got this pessimistic viewpoint of retirement. I agree on some of these things. And even if you disagree and you'll say, ah, oh, no, I think this will be more optimistic. Well, why don't you take a look and see how all of those opinions, all of those feelings that you have about these retirement elements are impacting you from a planning standpoint. Do you have a full plan in place to handle these ups and downs? What if the pessimistic viewpoint of these things ends up being the truth five, ten years from now? How's that going to affect your plan? This is the kind of analysis that Glenn can run you through as part of the planning process. And if you have questions about that, all you have to do to reach out is pick up the phone and give Glenn a call at 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535, or go online to roadmapfinancial.com. Get in touch with Glenn through the website. You can look for the free consultation button and schedule a time to visit right there from your computer or smartphone. That's at roadmapfinancial.com. Glenn, thanks for the help on today's episode. We'll look forward to another great chat with you next week. All right, Walter, take care. Take care as well. That's Glenn. We'll see you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap. 